Okay, I guess there's no time to waste because someone has an Animal Crossing <laughs> date. <laughs> I just like didn't even really think about it. I was just like, I was like, I feel bad for bailing on Friday, so I need to just like, yes, to the first possible thing. <laughs> it's fine because we're recording. Oh. So I guess we can just jump straight into it. I don't think we have to prepare anything. I think we have this nailed. All right. I'm ready to go. Ready to go? All right. Welcome to Two Nerds, maybe more, with your host, Michael Strasinski and Martin Lasset. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of Two Nerds Maybe More. Today, as of recording, is May 2nd. April is behind us. We are now looking ahead. Summer is upon us. And, of course, as always, Marty is here with me. How are you doing today? Summer is upon us. I haven't seen the summer yet in Denmark, but yeah, I'm sure. Let's just say that. Uh, but no, I'm feeling fine. I'm also feeling a little bit... Oh, this is not good, because in Denmark, people are getting fined left and right for staying in areas where they're not supposed to be because of, you know, the coronavirus and stuff like that. And that's a political situation that we should take a closer look at. You know what? I agree with you there. And we will do that during the summer months in a different setting, because this is not a political podcast, despite what you, as well as some of our listeners may think. I actually was in a stream and Jinden was there and he said, oh, look, it's my favorite political podcaster. So I feel like I need to let people know once again, this is not a political podcast. In fact, this is a podcast about video games. And occasionally we do talk about other things, but mostly video games. So, of course, let's talk about things that we may have been watching. So Hmm. have you been watching anything or no? Not this week. Um... To be honest, I haven't really had watched too much this week. I've watched a little bit of um, what's it called, the, the Bruce Brothers mm-hmm. uh, that we talked about uh, a few weeks ago. Maybe, maybe just last week. I, I, it maybe just was. I don't know. Uh, and then <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. Yeah. And then I'm I'm, I'm watching um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, okay. Um, but it, it's like something that is. Easy digestibles. It's something when I'm doing my daily chores in World of Warcraft, I put it on my, on my second <laughs> monitor. So, uh, so that's that's what I'm watching while I play World of Warcraft. Awesome. Um, I finished up season one of the Frankenstein Chronicles. I think last week when we had talked about it, I had just finished an episode or two. Um, mm. As of the other day, I kind of binge watched the rest of season one, and I thought it was great. I thought it was really cool. It. I was not expecting the ending which is Mm. always a cool thing, like when you don't expect the way things are going to go. And Mm. I started season two. It's a bit of a weird one. That's more seasons? I think there's just two right now. Okay. Um, And it's a bit of a weird one. I don't quite know how I feel about it. Um, So I need to watch a little bit more. Hmm. Uh, But other than that... So you don't know how to feel about it in a good way, or you don't know how to feel about it in a bad way, or you don't know how to feel about it, you don't know how to feel about it? <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it, about how to feel about it, because I, okay. it's taking like a weird turn. Uh, I also feel like that should go on a t-shirt. 
<laughs> uh, maybe that'll be our first merch. Uh, I don't know how to feel about how I feel about uh, how to describe it. It's more of like it's weird. I don't know. It's it's still good, but it feels different in a way. And I need to see like maybe it was just it's the story that's kind of switched a bit on me. So I have a question. Sean Bean is in it. Yes. Is he also in season two? Yes. That's what's off about it. He didn't die. He did. Um, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so he did not get his head cut off or something in the end or something like that. It's not what happened. I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> I'm going to stop because you're leading me down a dangerous path here. I don't want to go. Um, pretty much that's all I've been watching. I haven't watched okay. too much else. Um, but we've both well, been playing some games. Yeah. But well, I mean, before we jump into games, something that but I think we will be talking more about it next week, but I'm going to tease it now. Is oh. that something that I actually have been watching, but it's something that I've been watching the past few weeks, the past seven weeks to be exact. Is uh, Westworld season Ooh. three? Uh, I don't know if you have watched Westworld at all. Nope. Okay. Uh, I have watched season one and was like, "Oh, this is the best show ever made. It's so good." Uh, how and it's it's written by you know some really cool uh, authors as well. It, it's written by I mean the original is by uh, Michael Crichton. Um. um the, the, the guy book. that wrote Jurassic Park, right? The guy that, that, that wrote Jurassic Park. And then there was a okay. movie in the 70s. But the series is written by uh, not Jonathan Nolan, but his, his brother. Uh, and I, first of all, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love his movies. I love his way of directing. And his brother has written some of his some of his best films. And his brother, Jonathan Nolan, has, has written this together with, with his... I think it's together with his significant other, mm-hmm. um, and season one was so freaking good um, with a twist ending and everything. I was like, wow, this is blown, blow, it blew me away. So good. Uh, season two was okay. Um, it was, it was, I, I guess it was setting up season three, to be honest, because season three so far has been a blast. Mm. But also, uh, this week I watched the, the second to last season uh, episode of this season, and it was a little bit. I don't really know what, what this episode is. I don't really know where it leads. And I have absolutely no freaking clue what's going to happen in the fi- uh, season finale. So maybe next week when I'm recording, I will be like arms above my head and, and and like, this was one of the best things that I've watched in a very long time. Or maybe it will just be a bummer. I don't know. Uh, but I guess we'll talk more about it next week. What service is it through? Like, where can HBO. you watch? HBO. HBO. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Um. All right, so aside from watching Westworld, um, you've been playing some games. What you I been have. playing? Um, I, I've been playing, you know, good old World of Warcraft. I don't want to dwell with it uh, too much, but, I've, but I thought what I wanted to bring it up because I've been playing a meta game of World of Warcraft because I played the auction house inside World of Warcraft a little bit. Um, just for the, because, you know, I have this idea that I sort of want to try to see if I can get the 5 million gold Trying mount, to get the but, Brutusaur? 
<laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, it's going too slow, and I'm not. I think I need to invest a little bit more into it. But what happened? What did happen was that uh, there's a, spe- a special herb that from the last expansion that is quite fairly rare. You you get it in in the end zone of the last expansion, and I was just going through some of my alts, and I found some of these herbs, and I was like, oh, let's just put them on the auction house. And someone had put them up uh, on the auction house already for like eight thousand gold a piece, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, nobody's going to buy that. Nobody is going to buy that. Um, and so what I did was like I undercut him like hugely. <laughs> I, I I had four. I just wanted to get rid of my four ones. And I thought, you know what? There's probably nobody really buying these. So I put them up for 500 apiece. And they sold. So I earned <laughs> 2,000 gold out of nowhere. And I was like, hey, if these... There, there's like two things here. That that could have happened. One, someone needed them, and we're like, "Oh, I'm not paying eight thousand, but oh, there's someone for for five for five hundred. Oh, I'll buy those." That's one scenario. The other scenario is that the guy who had them off for eight thousand is is you know driving the market, so maybe he bought mine, and we're like, "Oh, I just I'll just buy them up and keep selling mine for eight thousand. So what I did was I went on a little, just like a quick 10-minute, I wanted to test this. So I went for a 10-minute farming um, session and just, you know, I think I got like around 20 or whatever. So I put five of them up, this time for a thousand apiece, just to see, is there someone who's just buying these up and putting them up there? Or is there actually a market here? So I'm, I'm testing a little bit. I'm testing <laughs> to see if I'm, I can bait if it's him, see if I can bait him to buy, buy mine. Because, you know, 10 minutes, I almost got 20 out of that. That's something that, you know, I can maybe abuse a little bit. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll come back to it next next week and see how it goes, I guess. Awesome. And we've also we've started playing World of Warcraft together. Um, mm. It's been a bit of a challenge for us to play this game together because, for those who don't know, it is region-locked in the sense of if you are in NA like I am, and if you are in EU like Marty is, then in order to play together, you must have bought the game under an EU account or an NA account and a separate subscription for that region as well. So currently I have essentially two copies of World of Warcraft Shadowlands, and I have two reoccurring subs going, but right now the sub is free on my EU account because I get the one month free Um and that's given us a chance to kind of play together. You've been carrying me through some dungeons, and I may have been playing a bit last night and gotten up to like 118 or something like that. Ooh, so nice. almost to 120. Nice. Also, um, someone who also just, I don't know, I don't remember if you know, um, uh, Amanda Tom, who yep. was on the show a few weeks back, his girlfriend, Amanda, she she jumped back into the game. And uh, she's actually making a character now on the same server we are, and she's going to uh, level it from... Uh, she, she chose a Death Knight, so she has to level that from level, I don't know, 55. 55. Yeah, so the the plan is to try and see if if at least I can help her to get to at least level 90 before Wednesday. Holy moly. Yeah. I've been putting in some time, huh? I don't know. I don't know how long it takes, actually. I think it because there's a, the 100% XP boost at mm-hmm. the moment, buff at the moment, and um, if you just if you just do those dungeons, I think you can get 30, 30 levels quite easily, in my um, opinion. The good thing is, is that she will be able to take advantage of the quest, uh, the dungeon quest, which is where you get mm. a good chunk of XP from as well, so yeah. um, it should go fairly quickly. 
I think um, so. And and as long as long as we get to ninety plus, then we can all do time walking together and get the mm-hmm. last, at least for you for you the last few levels. If you haven't hit one hundred twenty yet, if you have, then you get the weekly quest and you get gear from it and stuff like that. So yeah, oh, yeah. that that's the plan. We we mean. We'll right. at least try to see if that can, can awesome. happen. Now, last week you spoke about XCOM uh, Chimera Squad. Have yes. you still been playing that? Yes. How's I, it going? It's going good. Uh, I think I, I have hit like 15, 16 hours on it, something like nice. that. Um, I have, uh, that, uh, as I said last time, there was there's like three factions that you need to investigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have now completed two of them. Last week I had done one, now I've done two, so I'm investigating. I just started investigating the third. Um, and I mean, the game is sort of hinting that, and it would make sense, uh, that there is someone behind these uh, these mm-hmm. three factions. So I'm pretty sure that the, the third investigation will end with the big reveal that there's someone behind um, them that I also need to take down. But no, so far, it's good fun. It's it's. XCOM as you want it to be, almost like how you want it to be. I still can't change my names on the on the characters, but you know I've gotten over it. It's fine. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> well, no, I'm really I'm really enjoying the game, um, and yeah, it, it's really good fun. I think it's really it's really uh, it, it feels way more polished than mm-hmm. the, the than the XCOM games usually do because. Sadly, the the XCOM experience to me is also like you you're expecting bugs and you're expecting a lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I have run into stuff where the game has has crashed on me a few times, and uh, uh, you know, sometimes when when you do the breach mode, the doors doesn't open, but your cast so your carriages just run through a closed door, <laughs> like small small stuff like that. But but to be fair, compared to XCOM two when that came up, it, it's it's not. It, I mean, it's so so much more polished. So no, I'm really having. Having a great time with it, and um, and to be honest, these bugs, I don't, I don't care. I love this franchise so much, so I'll, I'll just play through it regardless. And and luckily, the game saves between each turn, so uh, so when the game crashes, you're usually not that far behind from where nice. you were. So so yeah, it, it's good I've, fun. I, I'm still very much enjoying it. I'm not very good at tactics games. Um, I do enjoy them. I'm just not very good at them. There's only a handful that I've actually beaten, but I too have delved into a tactics game. But this mm. one is Gears Tactics, which is mm. a new Gears of War game, which is set a few years before the original Gears of War game. And it's a tactical game, just like XCOM. It feels like XCOM too. Like it just feels like XCOM, but with a Gears of War skin. Mm. There's like some cool, brutal moments where you can like chainsaw an enemy up close, and you get to like see it visually up close. Um, it's been quite a quite a bit of fun. I've been enjoying it. I got like, about two hours or so into it. I didn't give it too much time yet, but I've really enjoyed it and. It's funny that you bring up graphical issues because this one has them too. Um, oh, maybe the, it's just a genre thing. <laughs> um, within the first, within the first uh, cutscene, actually, the guy, the main character, goes to pick up the phone and puts it to his ear, but instead of putting it by his ear, it suddenly goes into his face. Mm. So he's holding the phone like right where his jaw should be, um, and then another time during the cutscene, instead of like walking around an object he just walks straight through it so um it's been interesting 
But I like the Gears of War uh, setting. I've only really played the first Gears of War game. Um, it's not because I dislike the other ones. It's simply that I fell out a little bit, as in I just went to go play something else and never really got back to it. But I know it's Selena's, my fiance, one of her favorite franchises in terms of the main series. And if you're looking for a tactical game and you've already beaten Chimera Squad, uh, jump over to Gears Tactics. I think that you'll enjoy it. And I suggest it to you as well. I know how you like these type of games, and I think that you'll enjoy it too. I find it difficult. I'm playing it on intermediate, but then again, like I said, I'm not that good at the games. So that might just be me. Yeah, I, I actually, because you talked about it, we, uh, you mentioned it the other day, so I, I had to check it out. I, I haven't bought it yet, but I did look up trailers and stuff like that. Oh, fun fact, by the way, uh, if you're Danish and you go in and, and watch the trailers on Steam, uh, the first one is translated. Uh, well, the text on the screen is translated for, for in da- to Danish. Uh, which is, uh, I guess, it's pretty cool. I don't mind. I mean, da- Danish people, ninety nine percent of us understands, reads, and speaks English uh, fine, so it's not really a big issue. But it's it was just fun to see because the translation was clearly made with Google Translate. So it's just <laughs> like, no, just no. It's they even you know translate they they you know you can translate it correctly or you can directly translate a word for instance and one of the words was just they had directly translated it so it only made sense if you read if you trans directly translated it back to english <laughs> uh, but anyway uh it, it looked quite cool i I, I'm, I definitely think i will check it out at some point when i'm done with xcom and um uh and and yeah when i'm done with xcom but it Probably might take a while. I don't know if you're done. I can jump into my next one because... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I bought uh, Hitman 2. Nice. Like I know that you, out of, let's say, myself and Tom and you, you played a good portion of the first one. And this is the um, the rebooted version of them, per se. Mm-hmm. Like uh, When it re-came out and everybody was upset because the first Hitman installment was multiple... Uh, it was like an episodic entry type deal. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I got hit the first Hitman and in Humble Bundle. Maybe I think it was. I think it was in Humble Bundle, uh, and that's how. Where I, I mean, I've played some of the previous games like ages ago, and I've, I, I enjoyed them, but I just didn't really follow the series that closely. But when that one came out, well, it was in Humble Bundle. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'll, I got it now. I bought it, so let's just try it out. <laughs> uh, and. I just got I just got sucked into it. I played it so much. Uh, the replay value is great. It's amazing in that game. There, there's so many things you can do. Um, so so yeah, I, I really really just I played the crap out of that game. Uh, and then now recently, uh, Tom got. I don't subscribe to Humble Bundle anymore, but Tom still does. And Hitman 2 was in, in, in the bundle now. So so now he actually got around to, to try it out. And um, apparently the, the, all the missions from the first game is also included in the second game, which I think is really cool. Uh, so there's a connection there. And I even think there is something, if you've played the first game and some of the things you've unlocked, I think they carry over or something like that. I'm not completely 100% sure I haven't actually installed and, and tried out the game yet. But um, 
but yeah, so it sounds really cool. And and at some after XCOM, I will jump into Hitman Two. They even have something called Ghost Mode, and that's the main reason why I got it because Tom was like, "You need to get this game because of Ghost Mode," and basically it's a one we one. Uh, so we will both start on the same level at the same time. We will get five random targets assigned, and whoever kills all the quickest without getting, uh, you know, uh, spotted and all these things, those the different points you can get, uh, wins. Uh, no. And it just sounded so damn cool. And you don't interfere in each other. It's just the same game world, but each other's version of it. So, uh, so it's not like. I can interfere with him by scaring the crowd or something like that, but but nope. Sounds that would really be cool. a cool concept, though. It, um, it would, it would, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, in, maybe that will be in Hitman Three, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, but it still sounds cool, and uh, I will definitely. I'm looking forward to this. I'm really looking forward to this. Oh, and spo- uh, and uh, uh, disclaimer: Danish company, Danish gaming company that that created the game, the, the whole whole series. Just want to point that out. <laughs> They're based in Copenhagen. I can I could go to them right now to their offices and be like, "Hey, anybody there?" Probably not because everyone is working from home. But uh, <laughs> but still, um, I also have the game. I have not installed it, but I do have it because I am a humble bundle subscriber, and I'm never good at these type of games. I've never been good at stealth games. I've never beaten any stealth game ever i never beat metal gear solid i never beat splinter cell i never beat hitman games like i i just have so much trouble with them i we've played borderlands together so you know that i just like to run in there (laughs) and shoot things in the face Um, can confirm can yes and i play most of my games like that and the ones that involve a gun i just run in and i rambo style so i'm not very good at them but i did get it so maybe i'll check this out see if it's my time to redeem myself um (laughs) i've actually so this is a game that just like you got hitman 2 but you haven't played it yet there's a game that i have that i've been wanting to play that i haven't played that i put on here though i just really wanted to talk about it for some reason age of empires 2 nice now i got the urge to play it i dropped a line to selena earlier and was just like hey any chance you might want to play this a little bit later? I'm not like super good at the game or understand the ins and outs of it, even though like it's such an old game. Uh, so it's one that we can play together. And the only advantage I have is that I understand basic concepts of RTS a bit better than her. Mm. But it's just, it's one of those games that it's still one that I want to play. And I guess we'll get into that a little bit later. Mm. Um, but another game that I've been delving into is Heroes of the Storm. Oh. The Blizzard MOBA, for those who don't know, it is still around. <laughs> <laughs> it's still around, and I jumped in, and I was enjoying it, and it's still very Heroes of the Storm. So, okay. it's still there. if you like those type of games, then, I mean, you're still going to like it. It's still Heroes of the Storm. I will say that I've noticed, um, I feel like the skill level of the game has gone down Okay, uh, throughout the years since the removal of the eSport aspect of it but so maybe maybe i should jump in and play now then. <laughs> and now i can head up the ladder i'm suddenly a competitive pro but <laughs> <laughs> other than that that's been pretty much all i've been playing aside from world of warcraft um gears tactics world of warcraft that kind of animal crossing still but we've been talking about those every week so i'm gonna switch it up a bit 
And I actually found this today and I wanted to share it with people because it's so intriguing to me. And I thought it might interest you as well. It's non-game related, but Marty and I both enjoy a good horror movie. Okay. Now, yeah, yeah, one of my favorite horror movie series is the entire world of The Conjuring, which is based off of the Ed and Lorraine Warren files. I actually haven't seen that series so okay then we're not going to get into that because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's actually one of but, my favorite series okay. of, of Maybe movies I should check it out then if you insist um i do i'm huge into like the paranormal horror i love the paranormal horror regardless of even the bad ones and things like that i like it but what i have for you guys today is that there's actually going to be a live stream on the darkzone.tv of the actual house that inspired the movie The Conjuring. And what this is going to be is like it's a week long event where there's going to be cameras and stuff set up inside the house because there is a family living there right now. Okay. Uh, and the idea is that for the whole week, it's going to be a non stop live feed. And, so they you will, can... and they will be killed eventually. <laughs> Right. Well, we hope not. <laughs> we hope not. Um, but it's going to be live stream. There's going to be like celebrities from the paranormal world and things like that. I don't really know those type of people because I don't know if it's like TV show ones, which I hate. I hate the ones that are like on TV and it's all dark light and it's like oh, something just brushed past me. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, I don't believe in that stuff, but there's going to be like seances and stuff like that. They said they might bust out like a Ouija board. I don't know if I could watch it because to be honest, when it comes to like ghosts and paranormal stuff, I am super scared of that stuff because I don't know (laughs) if it's true or not. I don't know if it's a possibility. So that's just a weird thing for me. But if you are interested, um, check out the dark zone TV. It does cost money to watch. I think it's like four 99 for like, part of the event and then it's like 20 bucks to watch the week-long thing or something like that but if you're into that type of stuff this might speak to you Hmm. Um, literally speak to you yeah it might Uh, i'm (laughs) over here afraid that if i watch it something might come through the speakers or something (laughs) Um, it's called sound waves don't worry (laughs) about it (laughs) but where are they coming from (laughs) all right all right Uh, let, let's we do talk about how sound waves work in another episode or something. I don't know. All <laughs> right. What do you say we... Um, so you actually brought this idea up, which mm-hmm. is um, today we're going to talk a bit about games that we return to. Um, yep. These could be games that we continuously play, whether they be multiplayer-only games that just like have that endless grind, or it can be games that just have an impact that we continue to play to this day, every now and then, every year or so. Um so it was your idea, so why don't you kick us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I think it's very obvious that one game that I always return to is World of Warcraft, so I don't want to dwell with that too much. Uh, <laughs> but I think I want to take a, just a little bit step back and maybe take a look at what is it that I really like about World of Warcraft and what other games might there be as well. And I think for me, the whole loot base thing, you know, the go do something, get rewarded, and maybe it's an upgrade. Apparently, that's that's how I should live my life. 
because <laughs> I love it in games. So uh, if you want me to do something, give me a reward, and uh, and then it, then you know I will probably do stuff. Uh, anyway, so loot games, something where uh, yeah, you get that reward, you get that upgrade. It's just something that I just really really enjoy so much that, and I don't really know what it is, and I'm, but. It just is. So games that I tend to, in this particular genre, that I tend to return to is uh, games like Destiny 2, for instance, uh, it's ha- and the Destiny series overall. It, it's been have a rocky, uh, you know, uh, few cycles uh, going on. Uh, hopefully it will be a little bit more steady now. Uh, but anyway, Destiny 1, Destiny 2, games that I actually have returned to, and, and games that I'm not playing right now, but when there will be like a decent uh, expansion or update for it, then I'm, I'm, I will most likely be back in there and, you know, shoot shoot some space monsters and most likely uh, together with you, Michael, right? Um, yeah, so I delved into Destiny. Um, I played Destiny 1 probably a bit more than I've played Destiny 2, but mm. that's nothing to do with like Destiny 2 not being good or anything. It's just other things are coming around. Um but like you, I do enjoy loot games too. I mean, I played uh, I play World of Warcraft as well. I would say that probably the biggest loot game that I play um, off and on throughout since it came out is Diablo three. Mm. Um, it has a seasonal system in there that every every season or so I jump back in and I just see how far I can grind myself up the Paragon levels and see how many. Uh, greater rifts I can clear and just try to have some fun with it and then leave it alone for a bit and come back. Mm. I think that that format of like Diablo three, where it kind of resets after a season is so it's so easy to return to because Mm. unlike a game like world of Warcraft, if you take a long break and then you come back to it, there's often the chance that you're going to have the, Whoa, what is all this stuff? Yeah. And you have to get adjusted to it. While a game like Diablo 3, it's just like, hey, I know what to do here. I just I'm run home. into a big big group of monsters and just yeah. push the button and they all die. Like, that's a, that's a fun experience for me. Yeah, and I mean, uh, funny enough, I didn't actually, did, uh, actually didn't uh, put uh, Diablo 3 on my list. And I probably should have because it is actually a game that I re- have returned to. Not so much lately. I think that, that my overall Diablo 3 uh, thing is more or less i've played that game now there's not really that much difference between the seasons anymore I've, mm-hmm. i find so uh and and we know that there is a diablo 4 somewhere on the horizon maybe not this year maybe not next year maybe early in three years uh early prediction uh probably not who knows but anyway we know there's something on the horizon i think that I, i've reached my end point when it comes to diablo 3 but but no it's a game that i've played a lot as well but uh, another game that I actually do tend to jump back into and and where, you know, if you've been away for a while, you can maybe be a little bit overwhelmed and that's uh, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, also an MMO, um, but a little bit more focused on the single player storytelling and, and it's a game that I re- actually recently, uh, like a few months back, jumped into again and just i subbed for you know just i just bought the one time sub where you get two months and i played it non-stop for two months and 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 then haven't really uh, played it after that but but just you know i stopped for two months and i i was so entertained for those two months and um it, again just you know leveling up replacing your gear 
And in this case, also being told an awesome story because I think that's something that that, that the old republic does really well is is just how they they tell story. It, it's so it's so good. Um, so yeah, really been enjoying really enjoying that. And it's something where I'm, I most definitely at some point uh, will return to that as one as well. I think I, I most I don't think my my the old republic uh, game time is over yet. Yeah, I still have my sub active mm. for uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. It's, I haven't jumped in for a while, but I do have it active, and I'm still um, getting my cartel coins every month so that when I jump back in, I can head to the cartel market and get some things. But I do want to say that Swotor is a heck of a value for mm. what it is. Um, for those of you who don't know, Swotor is an MMO like World of Warcraft, um, except that it is free to play. And I get it, free to play, blah, 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 blah. It has a whole bunch of restrictions. And this one is no different. It has restrictions. But if you are simply looking to play, let's let's call it, let's say, a single-player game with multiplayer elements, mm. go play Swotor for free. It'll yeah. limit your credits and it'll limit the ability to talk to people like a certain amount of time. But if you're just in that game to enjoy it and play it for the story... You can get like, what is it? Eight different stories or nine different stories or something like that. No, it has to be like eight because it's an even eight. number. Yeah. You can get eight full on stories for free. Yep. And just have a good time with it. And the leveling, like, don't worry about how quickly you level because everything will scale with you and you'll be able to stay in that zone and just do everything. And the world is rich with like all these things to find, all these things to do. It's, it's a great experience where if you put your time in, you can be almost at max level by like the second world, mm. uh, just enjoying and doing all the side quests and things like that. It's a great game. Um, if you're into that type of thing, like if you go into it expecting world of Warcraft, then you're probably going to be disappointed. Yeah. But if you go into it with, let me see what this game has to offer, at least from a story perspective, you are going to be entertained. You're going to have a good time and you're, you're just gonna have fun. What's what's and, better than that? <laughs> exactly. And I mean, that's definitely one of, also one of the reasons why I I still think that I will return to it is that I still have storylines that I haven't finished yet. Mm-hmm. I think I've finished f- half of them, maybe maybe five. Um, no, I think half of them. I think I have four uh, completed. So I still have you know, the other half of the game left, and I've I've played that game so much. So I mean, it, it it's a, it's amazing. It's crazy how much content the, the, there's in there. Um, yeah. It can. I have to admit that when you are a little bit more of a completionist like me, uh, then it can also start become a little bit overwhelming. And I actually, but I, I, there is loads of resources out there where you can like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get, if you want to follow the story in the right order and stuff like that, especially, but that's more like when you come outside of the uh, free to play, uh, what's in, inside the free to play version, uh, that starts to become more storylines added to it. And some of it is not necessarily in order if you don't play it in the right order. So, yeah. um, but there is loads of resources for this game. It's It's been out for, for I don't know, a decade maybe. Um, so there's so much, so much good stuff in there. Yeah. And um, a quick tip uh, before we move on from Swotor. For Swotor, even if, let's say, you don't want all of those restrictions... Pay for a month of subscription time. Feel free to cancel that, and you'll enter what's called preferred status. 
mm. in the game, which still has restrictions, but it's a middle ground between uh, being subbed and free to play. So you won't have as many restrictions that the uh, free to play has, and that'll stay with you um, as long as you have your account. All you have to do is sub for one month. It mm. it will keep you in that preferred status. So if you're looking to get past a little bit of those hurdles, I definitely suggest that option. Fun fact: I actually have two accounts. I think I do too. <laughs> Because, um, just because I forgot my info on one of them. <laughs> yeah, the thing is that I, I think I originally, uh, because I always have the same account name that I always use in different games. But apparently, for some reason, I had I had used another account name for for this one. So I, I, when I wanted to return <laughs> to it, I just couldn't remember it. So I just created a new account and and, and you know played that up. And then it's all of a sudden, I actually think I remembered, or that was something. But anyway, I actually have access to both my accounts now. <laughs> I know I have two. I think I'm pretty sure I have two accounts. I think I forgot one, and then like you remembered it later. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think you have one more game under the loot. I think yeah. that's about it for me on the loot front. Okay, yeah, that's one game that I uh, probably be, won't return to in the future, but I could totally see that I would return to something similar to this, and that's Division One, not two, one, the original Division game. I really loved it. Uh, it still had a lot of flaws. It still had a lot of things that I found was missing from the game and things like that. But the world is just amazing. They they build almost a one-to-one scale of New York, as far as I understand. Or well, not one-to-one, but you know what I mean. It, they have all the you know you know the important uh, big uh, you know uh, uh, buildings and places, landmarks. landmarks <laughs> that's the word. Thank you. Uh, landmarks and stuff like that, and and. And I don't know, it does just something special about New York, even if you're not from, for instance, America uh, mm. or from New York, I guess. Uh, it's something that even us Europeans over here, uh, we know in New York, and I guess it's because of television and movies and stuff like that, that there's been so many, uh, uh, you know, co- uh, pop culture things happening in New York. So it's just a city that we know, and, and, and this place is just amazing to run around, and, and you know, the shooting is, is really good fun, and I really enjoy it, and I returned to it a, a bunch of times. Um, then the sequel came out, which, which is in Washington, and it just doesn't have the same appeal to me, and I don't know mm. what it is. I don't know if it's the setting, I don't know if it's the, the game itself or what it is, but it just... I haven't thought about the Division Two for ages, and I realized that oh, I actually bought a season pass for the game, and there's come out a lot of exp- a lot of uh, content for it. But I just, I just don't feel it. I don't feel that game. Um, I'm not mm. sure what it is uh, compared from for the fir- uh, compared to to, to Division One. There was just something special about Division One, I think. Um, so, so yeah, but. Again, it, it's a looter. This time it's a looter shooter, but it, it still is, and I still enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I've never played any of those games. I do have Division Two. I don't know why I have it. I think I, it was on sale or something, so I got it. <laughs> um, but I have it. So hmm. uh, I say let's switch it up a little bit and let's talk a little bit about um, like some simulation type games. I guess um, I only have one that simulation type game that i kind of return to yeah um i guess we could say uh like a couple um i play roller coaster tycoon the first one mm. um the very first one i still have it downloaded on my computer uh and occasionally i jump in there and i suck at the game but there's something <laughs> that i just enjoy doing like 
making people throw up after the roller coaster and just like it's a good time yeah i really love roller coaster tycoon as well and uh, transport tycoon um from the same developer exactly the same game just transportation instead of uh, mm-hmm. roller coasters and theme parks uh i played back in those days i, I don't know how old i was i, I d- was not old enough i didn't have my own computer so it was before i turned 14 uh uh, and I remember that we had that was Transport Tycoon on on our uh, home computer at home up, and I played it so much that my parents were like, "You should stop playing now and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you are sitting too way too much in front of a computer." Um, so I I loved I love the, these games uh, as well. This, the, I think it's more the building aspect of it. I like being creative and building stuff. If uh, but it's not all games. It's if they're if they're done in a specific way. I guess if they're done right. I guess. Uh, but and roller coaster tycoon, transport tycoon is definitely in there. Um, but the game that I want to bring up, and if you if you like roller coaster tycoon, Michael, then you should definitely check it out as well. It's Parkitect. And I, I believe it's some of the same deve- uh, same developers who made the original games. I'm not completely sure on that, so don't quote me on it. Um, but it is basically Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's exactly the same uh, rides and stuff like that, but they have expanded a little bit on, on it. Obviously, better graphics. They expanded mm. on it. Uh, you have to do way more like decorations and stuff like that as well. Uh, especially if you're if you're a creative person, then you would well really love this because you can what you can do with the creative part is, is it's crazy what stuff you can do. Um, and then there's also the whole how a little bit more behind the, uh, the scenes of a theme park, how where the workers mm-hmm. are, are they, you actually need to make work areas for them and stuff like that, where the employees, where, where, where the guests can go and stuff like that. Uh, so, I hate games that make me take care of my employees. Why can't they just work and stop making all these demands? <laughs> There's no bathroom for us. We need a bathroom. No, it's Jeez. not so, it's, it's actually not so much, <laughs> it's actually not so much that. It's more along the lines of that you have stalls and stalls need supplies and you need to get the supplies to the stalls, but you can. Uh, it's not, you know, super and amazing if if you need to go through where the guests go with all the supplies. So if you can, you know, hide it behind uh, decorations or whatever, so so guests don't see hardworking people because apparently people don't like to see hardworking people when they're in an <laughs> amusement park. So <laughs> no, but bring small... on the vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's just a small system like that, but it actually it's quite fun and it it, it gives a little bit more strategic. Uh, uh, aspect to it as well a little little bit of st- i find that when i play simulation type games i think sometimes I'll, I'll play one and then i'll jump into another one and it's just too much for me uh i've tried like uh what is it railroad tycoon mm. and i was just like whoa like what is all of this going on so some of them i can't really get into um but one that i was able to get into which i don't have on the list but i'm gonna add it anyway uh and it is a little bit difficult for some people. Some people don't like it. Um, SimCity, mm. the uh, <laughs> I don't I forgot what year it was when it came out, but it's the uh, the revamped one that everybody was looking forward to, and everybody was disappointed by. Uh, yeah. um, Wasn't it also because it was you always had to be online or something like that? Initially, yes. Yeah. Initially, when it came out, it was you always had to be online. Um, 
things were definitely limited compared to the other SimCity games that have previously come before it. And for SimCity fans, that was a hang-up for them, where they didn't like it. But for a casual fan like myself, <laughs> who didn't play the other ones because I was so overwhelmed, mm. this was like an entry point to me that I really enjoyed. And sometimes I still go back to it, and sometimes I go back to... Um, What's the other one that was like inspired? They said it. It's like the uh, uh, cities or city skylines. Yeah, Um, I played that one and I really enjoyed that one. And occasionally I return to those games too. Um, And that kind of wraps up my simulator type (laughs) games. Yeah, another game that that I tend to come back to from time to time is Sims. Uh, My fiance Selena loves Sims. She plays Sims two to this day. Yeah. She still plays The Sims 2. Okay, Sims 2. Uh, for, yeah. me, for me, it's the newest one. I, I think I played the original Sims 1, and then I haven't really touched them since. But then mm-hmm. my, my girlfriend actually uh, got into playing... Uh, what, is it, what is it? Sims 4, right? It's Sims 4 now. That's the most recent one, yes. Yeah, so she got into that and watched a lot of YouTube videos. And I was like, actually, it looks sort of fun. Um, so, you know, uh, I bought the game, jumped into it, and uh, yeah, I was hooked and I bought, spent too much money on that franchise. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's something that, that I return to now and then as well. Uh, just, you know, start building a, a little house. Or um, there's also there's loads of just stuff that you could do, like make your own roles, like for instance, uh, uh, buy a, buy it, uh, you know, a ground and then just delete all your money after that and then you need to you know earn money to build stuff and, and you know uh, i think they call it from racks to riches um so, so yeah stuff like that it, it's just i don't know it, it's one of those freaking addictive games that i should mm-hmm. probably not return to because i end up just spending 12 hours straight and you know have to be like oh i should have gone to bed like six hours ago <laughs> whoopsies <laughs> Now, aside from Sims games, we both have a few, um, I guess, tactical strategy games that we both play. Um, I have two. My first one being StarCraft II. Yeah. Uh, For those who don't know, like StarCraft II was actually the game that got me into PC gaming. I had never owned a PC before StarCraft II. And I was in Japan when I was in the military in around 2010. And that was when I bought all the components and put together my first gaming PC so that I could play Starcraft two. And it's still a game that I go to, to this day. And it's not a game that I necessarily go to for the multiplayer. Um, I'm not good at the multiplayer, (laughs) but I love as I love the story as cheesy as some people might say it is, or as predictable and cliche as some might say, there's something endearing about it. Things are cliche for a reason, right? Because they're like tried and true. Mm. Uh, And I enjoy it. I enjoy the characters. I enjoy the cinematics and the are still absolutely amazing. Even from when it came out in 2010, Uh, love Starcraft two. And sometimes we've jumped in there together with Mm. their co-op play. And that's always been a blast. Even when we get overrun, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah we're definitely not amazing players i should put it that way but no it, it, it is really good fun uh it's probably a game you would turn to more often than i do but if you invite me to to let's do some co-op then i'm usually game for it because yeah starcraft one and two and also warcraft one two and three has been games that i've been playing a lot when i grew up uh so it's i don't know i just like 
really like the ITS genre as well. Been playing a lot of Command and Conquer and, and that whole series. Well, the, those two series, they have the two different ones, right? The, the normal Command and Conquer and the Siberian Wars. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Tiberian Wars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed both. Uh, uh, well, all those those, those games. Um but also when when we're talking tactical, I mean obviously XCOM. We already talked about it uh, <laughs> earlier in the episode as well. Uh, but XCOM is something that I just returned to it. Now there's a new game, so obviously that's what I'm playing right now. But I don't know. There's just something about it. I've played I've, I've played through it multiple times, um, and and I I I've, I like to just name my characters myself. Uh, if you haven't uh, already figured that out, um, I think we got so, that part. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, XCOM is definitely very high up on the list for me as well as a as a game to return to. And 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 when I and so I have also researched just to find out if there are like similar games. Uh, I know there's a Western one that I still don't remember the name of, but uh, I still believe it's Wild West. Uh, that was It was all right. I, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, uh, and now you're talking about Gears Tactics. It's definitely a genre mm-hmm. that, that I really enjoy playing as well because I'm... Uh, yeah, when I saw the trailer for, for Gears, I was like, yeah, I, I, I need this. I, I have to try this out. It, it looks cool. I don't know. There's just something about the, t- uh, the turn-based um, tactical aspect that I, that I really, really enjoy. So if you like that turn-based tactical stuff, uh, a few suggestions. They're older. They're older games, uh, but I really enjoyed Final Fantasy Tactics, mm. the original one on the PlayStation 1. Uh, the graphic style, because I know that you are a bit of a, uh, a graphic snob when it Pixel comes to old polygons and stuff. Pixel um, snob. It, it's actually more... It looks more drawn than... Mm. like say Final Fantasy 7 on the PlayStation 1 where it's all polygons. This is not like polygonal in that way. Um, it's a very good game. Very deep story. Uh, the story is great. It gets very convoluted and crazy religious zealotry and things like that. It, it's it's a great game. I definitely suggest you look it up. Mm. Uh, also, if you're looking for a bit of a weird genre, um, some of them are really old while the most recent one is on the PS4. Um, I know that they're on the PlayStation, but I think they're also on Steam. Um, it's a game series called Disgaea okay. or Disgaea, however you might play. They're like anime style, mm. um, but they're they're super in depth. Once you get into like the nitty gritty, like you can get to level nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, and okay. then you can reincarnate your characters so that they have a higher base stat. And then there are certain farming routes where you get up to that level again and you reincarnate that them. Sounds and so dangerous, Michael. <laughs> it is. And it's it's over the top in like the best ways possible. Mm. The older ones are definitely like you definitely feel that they're older, mm. but it still holds a special place for me. So those games I definitely suggest that people take a look at if you're fans of like XCOM. It's definitely not as like realistic as XCOM, but Sometimes you want to try something different within the same genre. Mm. Uh, also, Into the Breach. I don't know if you've played that one. It's a smaller indie dev type deal. Um, and you're actually on like the small grid. And you have like mechs or whatever. And you're building your mech. And then it goes onto the grid. And you're trying to kill the enemies that are coming towards you. Okay. Um, so it's a different style. But it's still fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so, I- go ahead. 
No, I, I just now remember that I think there was like a spy one as well. Uh, it wasn't. I don't. What was it turn based though? That's the thing. I can't really remember it was if it was turn based. There was some. I think there was something that put me off about it. Um, <laughs> but generally, it, it was pretty good fun as well. But I, I don't don't remember the names. Let's just move on. <laughs> um, all right. I guess my last one in the yeah. strategy would be Civilization. Mm, yeah. Um, I just say Civilization fan. because regardless of what version it is. Now I jumped on the bandwagon around Civ five. So I'm fairly recent to the series, but when Civ five was around, I could take a break, come back and I get sucked into 12 hour long sessions. Um, nowadays I get sucked right back in just as much mm. with Civ six. So civilization, I definitely recommend it. Um, we're starting to hit our time. So I'm trying to move through quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily we're towards the back half of our, our things here so let's move on from our strategy games and you put stealth yeah so if you want to talk stealth yeah i mean i think i can combine it with, with the last one as well which is open world um yeah. because i like stealth but i also really like open world and some of the games that uh, have done some have done it great some of them have done it less great uh but hitman is obviously one of, of the, the at least the newer ones the two new mm-hmm. games uh some of the really great ones examples on, on how that works when it comes to stealth and also open world it is, it is fairly open it, it's a big open level you can do what you do the whole world though is not open like that but you know the level is uh works really well uh assassin's creed i've played I, i've been the huge, a huge, huge Assassin's Creed, Creed fan, uh, but has been in like I'm not really that anymore. That, that they made too many games. They they made one <laughs> game a year, and I just you know that's too much uh, because you know quality. It was quantity over quality towards mm-hmm. the end. I find, and I haven't really gotten back into the series again. Even though the newer uh, iterations have great reviews, people love them so. Uh, maybe it is something that I will check out again. But no, stealth. I love stealth. I've even, even you know, some. Well, what are they called? With Sam Fisher. Uh, uh, Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Yeah, played lots of that. Um, and also the uh, Metal Gear, the the the, the, mm-hmm. the the last one that they made. Um, this is Gear Five, right? Um, yeah. Uh, it was again stealth could work sometimes you could also just go in guns blazing but but i'd like to play it the stealth way and again mm-hmm. big huge open world so you know this is something that really it really works for me that that combo uh so yeah that's games that i i mean i keep thinking about metal gear solid 5 and i'm like i want to go back in and try some of those missions again and and just you know see i think there's a lot of cool achievement and stuff you can do as well and it, it's again i i wouldn't be surprised if one day i'll just install it and and do another playthrough of it because i really really enjoyed um uh, most of it <laughs> okay i guess i lied when i said i hadn't beaten any stealth games because i did play assassin's creed 2 mm. uh I beat that one and I beat one of the other ones in the Assassin's Creed 2 trilogy type deal. And Assassin's Creed 4 is probably my favorite. Ah. I'm torn between like 2 and 4. Like mm. I think they're both great. 4 yeah. is a pirate one for those who don't remember. Uh, really enjoyed it. The pirate but, one was good, yeah. Yeah, those ones where I'm forced to stealth are my least favorite missions. So mm. 
I like the idea of let me stealth onto a rooftop and then jump into a middle of a group, killing one guy and then having to slash the other one. <laughs> so I guess I could say I like action games with stealth elements yeah. thrown in. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think that that's also what I like. I mean, I, I really, I think I'm, I'm the kind of person I would, I would love to, tr- I, I always try my best to do as much of it in stealth because that's what I enjoy. But obviously, sometimes I'm more, I, if it's a little bit more late and I'm a little bit more tired, I'm just like, you know what, there's three, there's three more. Let's just go and, you know, mm-hmm. action slash them down. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, that's just me. So I think for me, one of my favorite type of games are games that have a linear path, but eventually open up later on in the game once you have more abilities, more things available to you. Um, that's why I gravitate towards like the Final Fantasy series. Mm. Uh, I like the story beats that it hits, and then at a certain point, it opens up once you have all these things available to you, and you could go find super bosses and do all these side activities. And one of those games that I really like is Kingdom Hearts 2. Hmm. I've already spoken about this game before on the show, um, but I absolutely love Kingdom Hearts 2. To this day, still one of my all-time favorite games, and I can go back and play it. I was telling Selena the other day, after I beat Final Fantasy 7, hey, I'm thinking I'm going back and playing Kingdom Hearts. Hmm. Hey, I would play the first one and then the second one. The second one is my favorite in the series. So, I just... Kingdom Hearts 2, that's all you need to say. Um, aside from that, I do have a few classics that I still play probably once or twice a year. Okay. Still to this day. And they are also games that I've spoken about on the show. Um, the first one being Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Mm. Um, that game is the game that I always say made me a gamer. It's the game that once I played, I said, this is a medium that nothing else can compare to. And I want to be a part of it. And that game like transformed me into a gamer. The Before man that, I, that you are today. <laughs> you know, like we have those games that we play yeah, initially, sure. like those older style games. Like for me, it was NES. For you, it was probably Atari. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, to be honest, I don't know. I, I think I would say it's probably you know, uh, Blizzard and Westwood together. Those two games, okay. those two development companies. So it's it, so it's Diablo, Warcraft One, Starcraft One, Command and Conquer. Uh, Which I cannot, I cannot do Warcraft One. I <laughs> tried it when they released it on GOG, and it's just like I have the utmost respect for the path that it laid. Yeah. That being said, it does not hold up. No. Oh, <laughs> and Dune, Dune two thousand. Was well, basically Dune played. two, um, <laughs> you, you know the 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 books Dune, mm-hmm. yeah. And they actually made an RTS. I think the first one was more like a adventure strategy game, and then they made Dune two thousand, uh, which was an RTS, and it was actually, I think it might have been before all the other ones, or at, at least at the same. It's a roughly the same time, at least, and uh, it was so much fun. Uh, <laughs> Pretty it's much, the, I have trouble playing any RTS that came out before Warcraft Two. <laughs> I don't think that would hold up today. I don't. I really don't think it will. Uh, but I just remember I spent so 
many hours just playing through it over and over again i I really really loved and i think they had like different houses as well that you could pick that would make it different and things like that so um no yeah it 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 was it was really really good fun um but it's it's that game i wouldn't go back to today (laughs) (laughs) uh the last game that i have for you guys today that i would go back to and this will probably this will be the game that I use when I have kids to get them into gaming. Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo just it hits every beat for me that you could want out of a Mario game. Mm. And it's still my favorite Mario game of all time. Like I still go back and I 96 exit it. Um, I think it was about a month ago. Not even a month ago, just a few weeks ago. I beat it with little Mario only where I was trying to beat the game without getting any power ups. Um, and I actually had to figure out a different route through the game because I didn't know if I could actually do it. I went the main route mm. and I hit a level where you have to be big Mario. And yeah. I'm like, okay, let me go and see if I can do it elsewhere. So, uh, no power ups, but I was able to get Yoshi. So, um, if you don't get Yoshi, I don't think it's beatable. Um, small Mario. It might be not hundred percent sure, but mm. super Mario world, classic game classic is that also the one where you can fly yes yeah that i then it's probably because i'm not really super well worth in the maya world but i remember that i played that game a lot (laughs) so it depends on which flying you mean if you're talking about raccoon suit that's mario 3 that's where you get the tail um super mario world is the one with the feather where you get the cape okay no it's it's the tail one Okay, that's Super Mario Brothers three. Okay, that, uh, the okay. last on the original Nintendo. I, I have so fond memories of that one. I've played that a lot. So. I played that one too. It's a great game. Hmm. All right, all right. Um, do you have any other games you want to bring back to? There's a lot of games that we've returned to. There is to. actually, I, actually, I, I was, I was, I was talking to my girlfriend before, before the show, and I was like, you know what? I don't really think I have too much to say here, even though I brought up the subject. And now we have been talking for <laughs> over an hour. So uh, yes. <laughs> no, I, I think I think that's it for me. So I think I guess the perfect game for me would be an op- stealth open world that is turn based, where you can build your own cities and loot stuff. Sounds like you're adding a bit too much to it, but I think there's a <laughs> what is it? There's that game on a Super Nintendo, Act Razor. <laughs> it has like was, city building. I was just thinking, uh, did we already already try that with World of Warcraft Garrisons? Uh, That didn't turn out too well. (laughs) The problem was everyone stayed inside. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, I think that's all we have for you guys today. So thank you all for listening. And please let us know what games you always enjoy returning to. And you can do that by letting us know over on our website, which is twonerdsmaybemore.com. You can email the show at two nerds, maybe more at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter, which is two nerds, maybe more with the number two in the front there. Other than that, Marty, are you good to get out of here? Yeah, I need to get out of here. I need to go demonstrate down the street. You know, just have you, you have to do this in a, this political And while we- you're doing that, I'm going to go play some Animal Crossing with the squad. So... From myself, from Marty, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.